It is time now for a little President's Cup preview with the executive director of the PGA Tour, Mr. Adam Sperling. Adam, welcome into the golf shop. Good morning, Adam. Thanks. Good to be here. This is as uh, close to a golf shop as I'm getting these days, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you aren't busy, are you? I mean, there's nothing to do. We're only a couple weeks out. I mean, it's kick back and relax time, isn't it? Yeah, we got a lot going on out here at Quail Hollow. Uh, a lot more, a lot more golf carts with utility beds in the back than golf clubs these days. But right. uh, it's uh, it's what we're here to do. So we're looking forward to to closing it out strong. Yeah, uh, Maddie and I had a chance to play the course a few weeks ago, and uh, it was after some rain. Fairways were a little soft, but they had the sub air system cranking for the greens, and they were nice and firm and fast. Yes, so I'm were. imagining the entire golf course with the weather we've had here in the area is just continuing to get firm and fast. Yeah, well, Keith Wood uh, and his team just do a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, you know it's overseeded rye in the in the spring right. or, or the Bermuda that that you played on a couple weeks ago, uh, I think the greens are, are phenomenal. And uh, you know, there's no doubt that uh, he and the team will have the property right where it needs to be come September 22nd. I'm so excited about this. Uh, you know, when, when Mark and I played last week, a uh, week and a half ago, I guess it was Adam. The greens seem to be what mark thirteen and a half at that point. <laughs> they were fast, especially <laughs> down grain. Yeah, I mean, what are we gonna? You yeah. know, does how much input does uh, the American side and and Davis Love and and his uh, group of uh, captains and vice captains? How much input do they have to course set up and, and talking about this? I mean, what kind of input have we had from the from the uh, the top of the American squad? Uh, yeah, good question. I think, uh, you know, that's certainly part of the team match play lore, uh, you know, whether it's President's Cup or Ryder Cup, domestic or international. Um, you know, you mentioned the greens, uh, you know, I think downhill, down grain, certainly slippery oh, out here. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that, that Davis and the team are able to get uh, that into it um, with the match committee. I, I do think they've got some uh, some influence when it comes to, uh, you know, the, the height of the rough or, or the sure. width or, or pay, perhaps the runoff. Uh, you know, you go long on a green, kind of what's going to happen. So I think there's, uh, you know, some tweaks and nuances in that regard, um, but nothing, uh, you know, nothing super dramatic. And everybody's playing the same course. Right. So. Yeah. Adam, um, what I had a question about is, you know, there's there's been talk about the rerouting of the golf course and why that is. Can you kind of just uh, give us an idea of how much of that rerouting, how much has the course changed as far as the layout is concerned? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you'll you'll know from uh, sure. being familiar with the property, right. and and to your listeners, I mean, certainly the Green Mile uh, at Quail Hollow, you know, has its own place in history when it comes to, um, mm -hmm. down to all the the wonderful events that Quail has held over the years. But you know, with match play, uh, oftentimes uh, matches aren't going to make it the full eighteen holes. Right. In fact, I think just under forty percent of matches uh, make it to eighteen. So. We're going to reroute the property. One through eight will play the same, but then rather than play nine back towards the clubhouse, we'll actually bring the players behind what is traditionally the 11th green over to 12 T. And 12 through 18 will play nine through 15. So that's going to make sure that the green mile, which is you know by club routing 16, 17, 18, right. is actually going to be 13, 14, 15. I think almost 90% of matches make it to 15 T. Um, so it's it's really going to create an incredible atmosphere around that lake, um, really starting as early as what is now the, the drivable par 411, right. yes. um, traditionally Quail Hollow's 14. Mm -hmm. um, so that's great. And then I think what you know, not a lot of people are talking about right now 
Um, but I think we'll see it um, if the matches go that deep. Is, is There's almost this kind of green mile 2.0, I think, um, in what is Quails 10, 11, and 9 now becoming the President's Cup 16, 17, 18. Okay. Uh, 10, very reachable par 5. Uh, the 11th hole plays as the number one handicap during the annual event. Uh, and then the ninth hole, you know, playing as a, as a finishing 18th with the match on the line, you know, over 500 yard par four coming back to the clubhouse is just going to be remarkable. So I think we've got, we've got a couple green miles now. Um, how long did it take you guys to do this routing? I mean, how, how long did it take the decision to be made to, to lay it out the way that you just discussed? I mean, it had to be a while. Well, I don't know that it took uh, the team a whole lot of time to, to reimagine the routing. Okay. I think it's taken us a full four and a half years to be able to memorize that the 15th hole is the 12th, the 16th is the 13th. <laughs> I think, you know, there's a lot of times where uh, a lot of people are sitting at the table, and if you're on the President's Cup side, you're using one routing, and if you're on the club side, you're using another. Right. Um, I think by now, though, we've gotten everybody uh, on the same page, and the challenge will probably be, remembering what the holes are numbered come October when everything goes back to normal. Again, talking a little President's Cup with the Executive Director of the PJ Tour, Adam Sperling. And Adam, when we talk about the actual schedule, we know, we know we've know we got matches Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, from a team perspective, we got the singles on Sunday. Do we know the, the, the when the formats are being played yet? Yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. Davis uh, has made his selection as, as uh, the host captain is is able to, so uh, we're going to open up on Thursday with foursomes, okay. um, which I think is is historically you know kind of become tradition yes. uh, with the U.S. team. I think that's that's been their call, um, both uh, you know in in twenty one up in Wisconsin, and then the last time we had a domestic Presidents Cup, which was seventeen right. up at Liberty National. So we'll lead off with foursomes, uh, which will mean Thursday, uh, you know, opening tee times. Uh, around 105 okay. um, kind of presentation of the trophy and a little bit of an opening ceremony around 1230. So uh, it's a great day to come out uh, as all the festivities and the pageantry kind of kick things off. Uh, Friday will be uh, 1130 uh, or so start time. So a uh, nice way to close out the work week uh, if you're in Charlotte or, or in for the event. So Friday we'll get four ball. Four ball. That's right. And then we'll go Saturday split session, uh, you know, Saturday morning will go back to foursomes, and then the afternoon will be four ball. So they just alternate uh, off of the Thursday selection. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things that I've always loved about the President's Cup is the fact that, the, for me, the captains are much more involved from a str- strategy perspective because you start out and you're basically one team puts out their – you know, twosome, and then you get to put out who you want to match up, and then you put one out, and they, and it snakes back and forth. And to me, that's what really gets I, these captains involved. I like involved. it better. Yeah, I like, I like it, it better than better. just posting your lineup and throwing them out there. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think it's one of the, the coolest things. And, you know, you end up getting Mike Weir and Tiger Woods, uh, you know, in Montreal back in, in 07. That's right. Uh, you know, where the U.S. team was victorious. But, you know, Mike um, you know, had already been a national hero, but, uh, you know, the legend grew up there. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's, yeah, I think it's fun. I, I, I think it's, um, you know, rather than kind of the blind the blind selection and just seeing, you know, what Tiger played uh, Rom in Paris, right? And, and, and that was great, um, you know, from kind of generations matching up. But, but I just think it's better to, to be able to, you know, leave that in the captains and their assistants' hands and, and create some real drama, you know, for the viewers, um, but also, you know, strategy, um, you know, from trying to figure out where you're going to get your point. Yeah. 
what I was impressed with when we were out there playing a couple of weeks ago, uh, Adam, was you know the grandstands were almost entirely up. But what struck me was they're doing all of this for 24 players, and it shows me what the enormity of the President's Cup or or even the Ryder Cup for that matter is. I mean, it's a, you're doing this. You know, Quail has always done really well with with just the, you know the, the Wells Fargo, but I mean this thing is way bigger as far as what they're expecting from from a, a you know a, a patron uh, you know standpoint and that kind of thing. I I couldn't believe how many how many people that place is going to hold. Yeah, you know I think I think the President's Cup is it means a lot of things to to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it, it is going to be enormous. Uh, um, you know, as you mentioned, we've got. Uh, 550,000 square feet of flooring. We're expecting 40,000 people a day. Um, and, and I look at it, I mean, you point out there's 24 players, but, you know, these are 24 of the top players right. around the world. Yeah. Uh, the event is only every two years. Obviously, it's only domestic every four years. Uh, and I, you know, I look at the President's Cup as, as really a, just a celebration, uh, you know, of the game of golf. And, you know, these, these guys that battle it out week in and week out on the PGA Tour come together. They're playing for their team. They're playing for their country, playing for their captains, you know, playing for the cup. Right. And um, the passion, the energy, uh, the emotion um, that is out a part of this, you know, should be celebrated. Um, and, and whether it's product innovation, um, you know, that we're able to showcase or spectator experiences, um, you know, we look at welcoming the world to Charlotte and showcasing Charlotte to the world as an opportunity uh, to celebrate, uh, you know, all that's great uh, about the, the the rich history of this game and, mm-hmm. and all that's possible, uh, you know, with with promising future. Yeah, and I also want to point out, you know, uh, for fans, gates open at 9, 9 a.m. on Tuesday and 9 a.m. on Wednesday. So obviously you can get out there and check out the all the players as they're out there doing their uh, practice rounds and, and, and course prep and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, I know we've had some losses from uh, from guys uh, going over to a different league. And uh, um, right now that there's uh, six on either side that we know of uh, that uh, that are already qualified and we've got some captain's picks to come. Um, you know, people may think that, wow, you know, the international team lost a couple guys. They lost Cam Smith and so forth. But I look at, you know, what Trevor Immelman has to choose from when I start going through this. It's loaded. And when we talked about this earlier, you start looking at some of these names of some of his captain's picks. We've seen and heard those names a bunch on the PGA Tour this year. He's got a team that has some potential. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, 24 of the top guys in the world are 24 of the top guys in the world, um, you know, regardless of, of, you know, who's ahead of who. And I'm, I'm looking at, at Trevor's automatic qualifiers right now. Uh, I mean, how many birdies could Tom Kim and Sung J.M. make oh over my the gosh. course of four days out here? <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. you know, Adam Scott only played, I mean, Adam, Adam, I think this will be his 10th president's cup. He played his way from FedEx into BMW. He played his way into Atlanta. So you got a guy that is a leader, is a stalwart on the team, has been there, uh, that's playing, you know, some of his best golf right. here at the right time. I think everybody knows what Hideki uh, brings when he shows up. And, and Mito almost, uh, you know, almost won the PGA this year. Right. So all these guys are capable of coming out here, shooting a 64, shooting a 65. You know, where's their game? Um, can they, you know, can they manage the emotion and the passion that we talked about? Um, but you know, you, you've got you've got some guys that Trevor can still pick from with some experience. Um, and I, I think um, 
I think the international team is going to embrace the opportunity. I think it's going to be a great competition. Um, and it's, it's going to be, you know, everything that, that everybody hopes for, both inside the ropes and outside. Well, Adam, we appreciate the time. We look forward to being out there in a few weeks. Uh, I, I, I know I've taken some time off from work, and I'm going to pretty much commit Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday out there. So we look forward to it, and I'm sure we'll get you on again maybe during the event and uh, get an update on how things are going behind the scenes. That's great. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Adam.